and welcome to Through the Keyhole. Through the Keyhole. Right. <laughs> are we doing? I don't know. I said that. Um, why did you say, oh, that's good, yes, yes, through the keyhole. I don't think we'll do that, though, this week. I don't think we've got time to do through the, through the keyhole. And also, it's somebody else's format, I think, Mark. I don't, I don't think, think anybody really still, minds. Still, you know, it's a good point, actually, since uh, since the thing's happened, I suppose. Since the, the thing, moment, the thing. The thing, the thing. Um, yes, Before you ask, key, well, yes, go No, on. we haven't had any email. Ah. Let's get that out right now. But, you know, we've had a lot of nice other, you know, we comments have. Other, other ways, so... No, we have. But we'll get to that, you know, you know just, thought, just thought I'd put that out right at the beginning, so that I don't that's have to right. be stressing right. well, maybe, about it. Maybe, that's fine. Maybe people don't use email so much, and it's kind of like instant messaging. And we have had some nice, as you say, tweets and um, uh, emails and stuff like that from our little, our little fan base, which is, yeah. which is very lovely. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so let's just go straight in, in, in on in on this because we've got quite a few, quite a few things to do. Because I'm very aware that we've been this is a week late. This program, isn't it? It's a week it late, feels we're... like a long, long time since we did this. Actually, it's really two strange. Weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Because um, I had some uh, problems with the internet. I still it's always you, isn't it? It's always you that's got problems. <laughs> Either you delete it or you've got some <laughs> ridiculous. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is always me. All right, I'll make a big thing of it. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so we're it's working now, sort of um, cobbled together. So this will be going out quite soon. We're recording this on the Monday, um, which when we should have been doing the next show. It doesn't matter. Let's move on. So let's talk about the week, the week, the two weeks that were. Fucking hell. The two weeks that were. Oh, what's been going on with you down in Growing by Sea, which is... Um, a suburb of Worthing in the south coast of the UK. Actually, for, actually, before you answer, before you answer, yeah. uh, for those people who aren't quite aware, uh, um, catching up with us, Mark uh, should lives in New York normally, and we do this from New York, uh, Oxford, um, across the pond thing, and uh, he can't go home at the moment, or he's, uh, because of the thing. Um, so you're still down there. This is week what? What number week? Is it four with your mother down no. there in Goring? No, this is um, beginning of week seven. No. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Is it really? Is it really? I've been here so long. I'd actually, yeah, I'd, I'm almost forgotten about so any other life before this. <laughs> you, you've done several weeks there with your mum. I mean, she's that's brilliant. I mean, that's kind of um, so. That's so you've had, you've had three lockdown weeks because you had to stay there. And were you there for four weeks beforehand? Is that right? Is that the right? I've lost track. No, you've completely no. Well, I arrived. Yeah. I arrived here on March sixth. Yeah. Um, and then I thought the lock. I, I've kind of lost March track, but it was only about a week after that that everything went completely nuts. I mean, I don't think, I don't think, well, it doesn't matter who who can remember anyway. But yes, it yeah. feels like a long time of living this strange sort of um, routine, non-routine routine. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time. I was looking at my phone yeah. actually because I've been going out on a, trying to get in, in fact, not trying, succeeding in getting in a, four mile walk every day and i was looking at my phone tracker which and i've been doing it for a month every day almost four mile walks i feel quite proud of myself for doing that yeah because prior to that i've been incredibly lazy and spent the mm. last year or so just lying about eating uh and i'm going to try to undo the damage i've done <laughs> I, I suddenly had an image there of jabba the hut yeah well, that, that, exactly. with, with that's Mark's exactly it. it 
Exactly. Yeah, you, except I don't have a, a nice. Chapel, I don't have a nice looking lady chained up. Um, in a, <laughs> in, it's in a not. <laughs> Let's hope not, because that. Yeah. Oh dear, hang on a minute, because we know that you're in self isolation with your mother. So now another oh, image. Another oh. image has just popped in my head. Oh no! How dare you! How dare you? <laughs> I, no, I didn't do that. You created that image of you as Jabba the Hutt with your... your, your oh, no, I, I won't say it. it. No, 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 don't say it. No. Um, so, uh, yes, well, that's good then. So you're quite you're, you're quite svelte now, are you? In, in uh, I wish. No, weirdly not. Oh. I don't think I've lost any weight. I don't know why. Really? But, that's uh, weird. That is strange. Yeah. Have you been I mean, it's properly? Probably, it's probably because until, until last week... Mm. You know what the thing is? I I hadn't realised until, like, like I say, last Monday I decided finally, okay, I've got to start taking my health a bit more seriously because I really I used to be, you know, re- relatively, you know, normal weight, mm. and uh, and I've put on a bit in the last four years actually. It's been and um, and I weighed myself and I was absolutely horrified. It's like bloody hell! Mm. Mm. But currently at this rate, I'm going to be like Marlon Brando or Chapa. At the end, yeah, yeah Jabba the Hut. So I thought, okay, we'll start taking this more seriously. And so, in, in in addition to all this walking, I've you know been really cutting down on my eating between meals. And I just and I realised mm. how much junk I eat mm. every day because mm. I have a real oh, sweet tooth. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't been. You know, I've been like resisting. Like I'm not going to eat the biscuits in between. And I just and last <laughs> the last night I had a dream. I, I dreamt I was <laughs> sitting talking to a builder mm-hmm. and I had, and I was just eating a pack, a tin of biscuits as I was talking. <laughs> and I was, and, and for some reason I was, I was, I kept saying, stop messing about like Kenneth Williams <laughs> in this street. I have no idea what was going on. And then I, and I woke up and I was like, God, I, and uh, it took me a moment to realize that I hadn't actually eaten a whole tin of biscuits. It was no. actually just a dream. Mm. But um, why the builder that bit though? Why, I've why got no idea. Okay. I've got no idea. It was weird. It was what doing sort some, of build? Well, it was more like um, I was back in my parents' house in Marston, yes. where yeah. we used to live, and so, yeah, and somebody was was like doing something to the walls. They were like smearing something on the walls that was supposed to be like a kind of varnish or something, but mm. basically looked like shit. <laughs> <laughs> somebody was smearing shit on the walls of your old house in Marston, and I was saying, "Stop messing about <laughs> and eating into the biscuits." Yeah, obviously. Um, Welcome to. The- Welcome to the world of, <laughs> of Mark's my, brain. My brain. Yeah. Uh, Holy lordy. Anyway. No. Gosh. So, oh dear. But um, the other thing I've been doing yeah. is uh, brushing up on my French. But right. don't forget to that now. We'll get to that later because I've got this book okay. here. I've got okay. this book here that I've been, I've become quite fascinated with. Okay. It's um, it's my granddad's old French book from. From I think it was printed. Well, it must have been printed in the nineteen twenties because it's got the date mm. in nineteen thirty written wow. in the front here, wow. and it is very, very, very funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll save you, that for a bit later on. Okay. Well, you make sure you you mention that because quite often I mean we'll say something and we'll say we're coming up on the show and then of course it doesn't happen. I think that's yeah. happened twice now. We're stick, sticking the tail on the donkey. Um, so. I think we should actually kick... Can we kick off with Sticking Tail on the Donkey? Because okay. otherwise it's just going to get relegated again. Yeah. And I All think right. Let's people, just get it over with. I know that... But no, no, that's not quite the attitude I was looking for. I was thinking that, we, you know... It, well, no, I, was I didn't mean it in a, a bit, bad way. I mean, I'm a very, more, very, no. I've been thinking about it, obviously, you know, pretty much non-stop for about right. three weeks now. 
I just so think when are we going to get to do the pin the yes. tail of the donkey? Yeah. Pin the tail of the donkey. Well, it's going to happen now. We're, right. we're, we're going to do that now. Okay. So, um, <laughs> would you like some kind of? That's very good. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know uh, this game, and you can try this at home, but please, please be very careful because there is a pin involved, isn't there? Yeah, there There's is a pin, and pins can, you know, you stick a pin in the wrong place. I think last time we talked about this, Mark had a. Uh, when when it used to when you used to do it as a kid, um, mm-hmm. you used to think that your 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 so called friends were deliberately making you uh, uh, sticking it in, in into odd places. The pin, yeah, yeah? yeah, yeah. like your your, your mum's bum or something. I think you said your mum's bum, didn't you? I thought it was someone else's bottom. Oh, somebody else's bum <laughs> wasn't your mum's bum. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Okay. Enough about that. Stop it. So let's <laughs> still stop. Now, right, okay. So here we go. Can I have that um, donkey sound again, please? <laughs> right. very, very good. Welcome to Sticking the Tail on the Donkey. In this game, Mark has to uh, effectively guide me. I've got a pin in my hand now, and he has to guide me. Uh, he can't see where my pin is, and he can't see where the donkey is, um, or the donkey's rear is, without a uh, a tail to add to it. Now, of course, because of the lockdown, it's been quite tricky to get a donkey a stuffed donkey without a tail or with a tail and then pulling it off. So, but what I found was Kate, um, Katie's, uh, <laughs> it's got this, um, thing that you put around your neck, like a fluffy thing that well, you put it around your neck when you go on planes. Cause we used to have, you'd go on planes, didn't we? Before the, the thing happened. Planes? Oh, yeah, I remember them. Yeah. You remember that? And, uh, it's to help you sleep and stuff like that. And actually if you turn it around, it looks like the rear of, uh, what of a donkey. But without right. a tail, which is extraordinary, the chance. What are the chances of that? Incredible. One of those, one of those plain headrests. If you turn it around, it looks like the rear of a donkey. So anyway, I, I know where it is in the room. You don't know where it's in the room. Um, so let's cue, cue some music. And uh, okay, off you go. You you could tell you could tell me which way to go, and we'll see how how close we we, we get with this pin. And so I hang have on got a, a pin here. So I'm the one who's not looking. Well, you can't see it, can you? Because you're over there in Worth and you can't see where that is or, or where okay, my hand is. Going. Okay. okay. Um, so it's a bit it's a bit like battleships. If you play battleships at home, you've got to guess where the, sh- the ship is and you, you're, you're, yeah? It's a bit okay. like that, but you're, yeah? Um, okay, so I've got le- a pin Left. Oh, hang on a minute, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just wait until I can wait uh, to go. Left, yes, that's good. Now, I, I will be moving away from the mic because I am going to move towards, okay, left, okay. And then you, so I'm keeping left. So do you want me to keep, keep going until you say stop or just keep going left? Uh, go, just stop now. Okay, I'm stopped. Okay. Now move forwards a little bit. Now, I, okay, a little bit. That's good. I can. You can ask for two clues, and the clues are basically hot or cold. And I could tell you if you're hot or cold or not. Okay. So you you decide when to. Okay. Those, okay. They're kind of lifelines, if you like, hot or cold. Oh. So yeah. Okay, I've stopped there. Yeah. All right. Okay, yeah. Am I hot or cold? Relative to where we were. You're hot. No. The beginning. Yes. Now, okay. Take it. Take another step forward. One. Okay. Okay. I can't go much forward. I'm going one of the screens. Okay. Yep. And um, am I warmer or colder? Well, it's the same. Don't forget, you've only got two of those. You just use. Oh. Oh, I thought I didn't. Okay. Well, okay. No. No. Fine. I'll give you one more because it's the first time we've done this. Um, uh, Are you hot or colder? It's the same. It's the same distance away. Mm, Okay. So it's, okay, same thing. Okay, so go, go a bit more left. Yes, okay, I'm going left, yes. And just tell me when to stop. And stop. Yes, okay. And stick that pin in. Oh, oh, it 
that's gone straight into the printer. <laughs> oh no! You're not going to Is it broke? If I broken oh, it? But and I'm kidding you not. If you had said go left again, okay? Yeah. You would have actually got to the donkey. Wow. You were about one foot away from the donkey. Well, that's pretty good. That's bloody brilliant. You've never played this game before, have you? I mean, remotely like this. Before, I mean, not even, not even in the same county. That's pretty no. good. Mm. That's very good. Well. You didn't win. I mean, you didn't win a prize. Cause and I've broken you, the printer, obviously. But, and you've broken you the know. printer, yeah, but who cares? Don't worry about uh, that. But, but uh, yes, the printer now has a tail sticking out of it, which is a bit strange. Well. Um, but it'll be a nice memory of that game. Oh, well done. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to give you a little well done there because that was pretty close, actually. Right. Um, well. But you don't, you don't get a prize because you didn't stick it in, in the... Um, in the donkey's ass. So anyway, thank you very much for playing that. That is done now. We've done. We don't have to come back to this ever again. We can tick that off the list. There we Next go. week it's a blind man's buff. Oh, if you like. Okay. All right. Let's try that. If you're bored of watching porn, then tune into a corn. If your face is turning puce, then try some muck and brew. We never do prepare before we go on air. So everything you hear is fresh and full of cheer. How was your week? What have you been up to? I, well, I mean, I know one thing you've been weeks. up to, but uh, two, two weeks, weeks, two weeks, yeah. Yeah, so it's just two weeks. My goodness. Um, well, um, we have uh, Mark and I and uh, Jelly, uh, Angela McIntosh, uh, actress and writer and producer extraordinaire. Um, we've been working on uh, a thing of mine called Eternal Strife, which has been around, might have mentioned it before, it's been around forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's now going to but because we've got all this time and uh, you, there aren't many things you can make remotely but we, we're making this audio uh, uh, show and it's the first episode and it's a comedy thing um, and oh shit I uh, didn't realise it was a comedy <laughs> you're an asshole, aren't you for saying that <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'd have played it completely differently if I'd known that <laughs> were you wondering why it wasn't funny what you were doing <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> It's meant to be a comedy, you <laughs> idiot. No, oh okay. Dear. So, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. don't you? It's, I know. It's very difficult to actually perform or write stuff and then laugh at your own things you've done, isn't it? It's impossible. You, you write something. Well, I think that's funny. But, uh, and then you think, well, is it funny anymore? I don't know. But, um, so I've been, Mark's done uh, three voices, haven't you, so far? I have. Uh, J- Jelly has been sending in her voices as well, and I've been putting together some scenes. And uh, did you listen to the last one that I sent I did. you today? Yes, I thought I genuinely really enjoyed it. Good. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I think it's going to be really good when it's finished. And I'm not just saying oh, that. Good. I'm not to no, no. I mean, obviously, my I was terrible, but I really enjoyed the rest of it. I I can't stand listening to myself, but it's good. it is good. It's I like it's a good story, and it's I think it's quite orig- original as well. You know, there's not really well, anything. I hope so. Not really anything else like that that I can think of at all. Well, I hope so. Um, but no, Jelly said a very nice thing about you. Know, she said you, she, she said your thing, your, your voice was very good, and she said it to me too, which is actually makes me feel quite pleased because uh, out of all of us, Jelly is the professional voiceover person, yeah, and she makes her money doing this sort of thing, and she is annoyingly uh, annoyingly talented as well in that sense because she can just do so many different types of voices. Yeah, and, she's, and she's really a, amazing. And she gets the comedic timing right every time. Um, 
and everything else. But it's so anyway. It's some, it is. I'm very pleased about that. And I've and and it's been it's been fun doing all the sound design and everything. And we'll talk about uh, you know at some point when it's when we've got our first cut, we'll talk about um, the music and scoring for it. Because I'd like to have some. I think there's definitely some music to be had in there. Yeah, I was thinking that today. Actually, I was like, oh, there's a couple ah. of points where like just a couple, of, just some subtle sort of you know, yeah, musical stuff would um, would help. Yes, I think so. Absolutely, definitely. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed doing that, and I'm really looking for. And actually, um, I was going to suggest, if this is okay with you, Mark, that we do it as an special. It goes out as an Icon special, which bum, it could be bum, part bum. of the program, or yeah. it can be a separate program. We haven't decided. Yeah. It's going to be about twenty-five minutes long. It'll be like the uh, Blue Peter Panto. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Really. I had to say a blue Peter pantomime. That's the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> well, I was thinking something a little bit more lofty than that, the blue Peter pantomime. EastEnders. Um, yeah, because there's no EastEnders at the moment, is there? Or is there, or they only, can only do it twice a week or something? I don't know how they're filming it when everyone's meant to be like six feet apart. Uh, I don't know. It's very strange. Because there's not going to be. I was reading about today, actually, coming on from that. There's. Uh, I was reading about the fact there's. You know, obviously, there's going to be there's going to be huge gaps in the schedule and the TV schedules mm. because all the stuff. I mean, the summer in particular is a time when a lot of shows are are, are made. Um, right. Spring, summer, September. You know, so the, the the key time when stuff is shot is not being. Things aren't being made. So that's going to be a bit odd, isn't it? Is it sort of well, they're already you know, BBC starting to like plumb the depths because <laughs> the I other think... day I was watching. I put the TV on Saturday afternoon, and on BBC Two, they were showing a nineteen a, a snooker game from nineteen eighty two. Really? It was, Why? It wasn't. It, it wasn't even like you know a classic yeah. like final. It was just a regular yeah. match between Tony Knowles and Steve Davis from nineteen eighty two. And really? I thought, is this what it's come to already that they're having to show snooker from 1982 on the TV up? just to fill in the time? Surely, I mean, you know, put on some like, yeah. I don't know, Will Hay films or Lauren Hardy yeah. or something like the old yeah. days. I was bloody snooker. From 1982. That's, that's funny. So what time of the day was that? That wasn't prime time, nine o'clock. No, it was probably was like, I don't know, about 2, 2.30, 3 p.m. Okay. In the afternoon. In the afternoon, yeah. Well, I mean, that's all right in there. I mean, who watches? Well, I suppose you watch it, don't you? You actually do watch in the afternoon, don't you? Uh, I just turn it on then because that's that's my three around three o'clock is the time I get to watch what I like because my mum goes out for a, a stroll, so I can put on ah. all the, I can put on all my rude shows <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that I would otherwise have to sit through again, oh, tutting and rolling her eyes. <laughs> So she does she ever come back a bit too early and you're watching a rude show? Yeah. You're watching happened. something a bit naughty. Yeah. Has, has it happened? <laughs> yeah. It's not even naughty. I mean, it's like I was watching Kirby Enthusiasm. Yes, of course, but it's got swear words in it. And it was just in, in the middle of a, one of, you know, that character, Susie. She's, she's you fucking fuck, fuck, <laughs> fucking, fucking, fuck you, you fuck. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm, I'm wrong. sorry, mother. <laughs> <laughs> Because I suppose when she comes back, it just it, it must to her sound like whenever you're she's not around, you're just literally watching anything that has lots of expletives, yeah. expletives in it. <laughs> Is that the only thing you watch, Mark? Yeah. Fuck riddle TV programs. Well, that's um, gosh. Well, um. So anyway, that's that has actually has also segued rather nicely into the next Ooh. thing I want to ask. Um, 
I think we covered me, didn't we? So that we, I've been doing that. Oh yes, mm-hmm. there's a bit more I want to talk about, but towards the end of the show, God, okay. it leads to, it leads it towards the end of the show about what's been going on the last two weeks. Uh, so anyway, uh, so how is your mother? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Absolutely fine. No problems there at all. <laughs> no, I want. No, I need a bit more detail than that, Mark. Week seven. Um. Oh, I can hear. I can hear her. I can hear her <laughs> in the background. <laughs> There's a character, isn't there? There's a character in this thing that we're we're making, Eternal Strife. Yeah. Mrs. Taylor, isn't there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm sure she's not like that at all. But um that character, but it, it was making me chuckle chuckle a little bit. Um because I was imagining it, that you're just sat there in your in your room and there's banging and knocks on the door and stuff like that. <laughs> Turn it down. Turn yeah. it down, Mark. I think I said the Turn other day it, it, was, it was it was funny when you called me the other day. Yeah. And you know oh, she yes. picked up the phone. It's like, yeah, just uh, speak to Mark, please. Yeah, Mark, <laughs> someone the phone for you. Like, and I said to you, like, that's the first time. Yeah, yeah. Somebody has called my mother to ask to speak to me in about mm. close to thirty years. It was it's quite, quite weird. Yeah. Was, he's, he's always in his room. I'll just just see you there. <laughs> Turn that music down. <laughs> can uh, can Mark come out to play? Can Mark come please? to play? No, he can't. There's a bloody lockdown. Now shut up. <laughs> um, uh, but actually, that was going to. Oh, that was quite funny as well because we we did make some attempt, didn't we, to record the show a few days ago, didn't we? And we were going to try and because of my huge technological failure at my end, we were going to use your landline, right? We? And then it was all booked in, wasn't it, <laughs> to, to uh, try yeah. and do the show with your landline? And then you texted me and said that your mother was on <laughs> a very long call to some distant relative. Yes, she was <laughs> talking to her, her cousin in Coventry. So I can't. Uh, my mum's on the phone. Talking to her cousin. I have to do it another time. And I was going, well, how long? I mean, and also I was thinking, why can't you just book the time? Can you say, mum, at three o'clock, come and use the phone? Are you scared of her or what? Well, you know, I don't like to to put too many demands in. You know. But this is, but there's so many ear corners out that ear corners out there that need the show, you know, and you know, respect to your mother. But oh, next time I'll have a word with her. You have a word with her then, yeah. Yeah, put me on. But no, it's nice to speak to her. I've never spoken to her mother ever before no. in my life. It's good, it's good to have a little. Well, I didn't chat, did I? She just said, she just passed it over. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I thought we might have a, a, a little moment there between us, but. Oh, you forgetting about it. Ah. Go back to that Jabba, Jabba the Hutt and Princess Leia thing. We're talking about. No, sorry. So um, we haven't got. Uh, yeah. So can we just say also? Quick, uh, can we just have a, um, a mention for Myron? Yes. Now, have you done? Have you give sent Myron his present, his prize? Um, by the time this goes out, I will have. <laughs> okay. So Myron, by the t- yes, by the time this you hear this. You would have received um, uh, an MP3 version of the lockdown, the special unplugged lockdown version of "Live in Fear," also known as "Broken Out in Love," "Up in Love," "Broken Up and Out," "Broken out. out in Love." Okay, and you'd be the only person who's got that song, isn't that right? Anybody? There's yeah. the only person who's got that, apart from the ear corners who, who heard it in the last episode. But um, now you got that prize because. I can't remember why did he get. Oh yeah, because he won the competition, which was to to try and distinguish 
what the song what song was being murdered by your daughter's school orchestra. Oh, that was a long time ago, wasn't it? And it does feel like a long time ago. And he contacted us and gave us the correct answer. So that's why he's got the only MP3 that has been sent. It's a shame you can't sign it, isn't it? Signed by Mark. <laughs> so you can't do that, can you? In the old days, you you could send out a single, couldn't you, and sign sign the cover. Yeah. And that'd be much cooler, wouldn't it, if we could send out a copy of that, an actual physical copy. But anyway, we can't. So there we go, Myron. Uh, well done for getting that. And also, Myron, it's great to have your support, matey. And he's been um, putting together some of the uh, lockdown versions of this show into a little compilation of stuff on SoundCloud as well, which is which is very kind. Basically. It's very nice. It's very nice. Um, and they all seem to be my songs at the moment. <laughs> but I think Mark's one of Mark's tunes is going to appear next week, isn't it? You, you said you were going to do a... Did I? A live, yeah, a live. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. yeah. Sorry. Right. <laughs> did I? You did, yeah. yeah. You're listening to Earcorn with Mark and Bruce. So, yes, I was talking about, um, you know, I mean, we're reading online that, um, you know, things people are doing in to, to fill the time, like, you know, learning to bake or ride a unicycle, that kind of thing, or learning a language. So I dug out, I knew, I knew that my granddad had this um, book, French book, French, English French phrase book um, that I've looked at before and found quite amusing. And I dug it out and thought, I'll brush up on my French a bit, but it's most, mostly to to read the English. So it's, it's incredible. It's, I find it, it's very fascinating. It's called Hugo's French Simplified, mm-hmm. right? Like it's printed in the 1920s. And it's just a really strange book because all the, all the English phrases, there's just the, this kind of air of uh, superiority <laughs> <laughs> behind it all yeah. that, you know, you can get the sense that this was written by people who thought they were still part of a great empire. Yeah. Um, so some of the phrases in this book that in English, it's, I'm not interested in the French as the English part are. <clears throat> so I thought your servant was leaving you. That is why I asked you. So I can tell you that in French, which is, je croyais que votre bon vous quittez. C'est ce qui fait que je vous demande cela. <laughs> which is not something you can really think of. Okay, okay I'll, need to, I'll definitely need to say that one day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, do you think she is only making believe to be ill? Making believe to be. Making believe to be ill. I quite like that though. Yeah. That's rather that's rather poetic. Making believe to be ill. Yeah. That's rather nice. Um, what's, that, on, what, uh, what's that in French? Oh, I'll just I'll just um oh, close well, that. If you've moved on, page. if you've moved on, don't worry. Moved on. Moved on. Uh, and then it's got things like his leg has been cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Will you ring for the servant, please? Voulez-vous sonner la bonne, s'il vous plaît? I have rung for her twice. Je l'ai sonné deux fois. Hang on. Is that, is that will you ring for the servant because my leg has come off? Is, <laughs> well, that, is that why? You, you could ring. basically piece all these things together to make a very interesting conversation. Uh. Um, uh, hmm. I'll, I'll, find another, I'll find another one. I've put, yeah, I've give us another one, in. mate. Give us another one. So this is, from the, uh, this is from the 1930s, isn't it? This is 1920s, actually. 1920s, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's definitely a service. Of all... <laughs> here's Go a good one. Go this is, this, I guess, you know, a few people might need to know how to say this. Of all the cartridges that I fired, only <laughs> one out of two was good. <laughs> de toutes les cartouches que j'ai tirées, une sur deux a 
Uh, oh, God, I should put my glasses on. I can't even read it. Yeah. Seulement était bonne. <laughs> that's great. Um, that might be actually quite relevant for... Well, that's uh, true, yeah. For, for what's going on in America at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Although they don't, they don't actually, they have semi-automatic weapons, don't they? They don't have this because it's nineteen twenty. Yeah, this would yeah, have been. They didn't have them like that back then. Shotguns, no. This is a shotgun thing, isn't it? Obviously. Okay, I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say this one in French, and then yeah. see if you can work out what it means. Okay. Du... Apercevez-vous ce point noir dans le ciel? C'est un ballon dirigeable. Right, my French is really bad, but I think balloon was in there somewhere. Balloon was, yeah. is that right? Yeah, well, yes. Sky? Is it a balloon in the sky? Yeah. It... Do you observe that black spot in the sky? It is an airship. <laughs> an airship? Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fantastic. It is a Here's another thing. one. Here's another one that, you yes. know, that everybody needs to know. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Our horse was stolen during the night, and we did not notice anything. <laughs> oh, nous avons volé notre cheval pendant la nuit, et nous ne nous sommes aperçus de rien. Yes. <laughs> so the, the presumption here is that everyone has horses well they have horses and guns horses guns and servants servants <laughs> and it's also absolutely brilliant and also it's quite a dangerous way of living because uh you can lose yeah. your leg yeah there's yeah. actually one i i'll have to find it but um yeah the the best one in here uh i'll get to that i'll get to that another day i'll save some for another time because it's okay. just too funny no, it's, it's too funny to waste they say that the Queen has given her consent. <laughs> On every single page. They inconvenience me a little, but you inconvenience me more. There's just a lot of them where um, yeah. there's just a, like, a level of sort of, whenever it's I, I talking, it's like yeah. I, uh, you know, it's quite grandiose. Yeah. And then everyone, everyone else is like doing things that, you know, are reproachful. Repro- <laughs> um they're, they're just not doing their jobs properly, are they? It's the bloody servants again. Who told you to up. take that? Away? Who told you to take that away? <laughs> Is that one of them? <laughs> yeah. I asked him to take his horse away. <laughs> and unfortunately, the, the cartridges were fucked in my gun, so I couldn't even shoot the bastard in the ass. I just couldn't do it. No, the horses. Buy me a of... pennyworth of tobacco when you go out. Oh, that's sweet, isn't that? A penny worth of... It's just, I, I realised I, realize I was looking through it that there's no mm. point. You know, most like f- when you're learning a language, you know, mm. the book will show you how to say something polite like, oh, good afternoon. Mm. Um, could you tell me the way to the station, please? <laughs> or uh, yeah. this is all like very much, give me give me a penny worth of milk. <laughs> you know, there's just like this air of sort of superiority. Yes. There's no please or thank you. <laughs> and it's all... Very, very strange. Yes. And yet some people do talk like that still, don't they? Still talk like that. Um, the, the, I'll tell you, I'll leave you with the best one, Mrs. Go on, go on. Um, this man has had his leg cut off by this machine. <laughs> is that is that a machine that you have created? <laughs> is that the leg cutting machine? <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? It works well, the leg cutting machine. I've just tested it on my servant. Um, I think what yeah. the word is is peremptory, isn't it? That's a nice the, word. Peremptory. It basically the surgeon. Means... Well, there's a lot of cutting off of hands and legs. It's really <laughs> very strange. The mm. surgeon will cut it. Le chirurgien lui coupera la jambe. Mm. The surgeon will cut his leg off. Oh, dear. And he's just so. Uh, yeah. I've been just sort of going through this book and digesting it like it's a like it's a novel. It's just yeah, very brilliant. very strange. Wow. Different time. 
different time. A very, very different time. Um, Nothing yeah. about viruses in here, though. How to, you know, what to, what to say. What, what to do about viruses. What to do about viruses. Oh, no. Have you looked at... Mm. Is, it, is it alphabetical? Can you, can you go to the V section? No, it's sort of... Um... Covid. C. C for Covid. <laughs> well, there wouldn't be any Covid, will there? It's just... That's only just uh, been... Put the ink stand nearer to me. What? Say that again? Put the ink stand nearer to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Such a very ridiculous laugh. I have to edit that out. <laughs> that's fantastic. Put the ink st- I'm afraid that's going to stick forever. But Mark, put the... Come on. Put it closer. Why is it always closer to you rather than me? Edge it closer to me. Forgive me, master. <laughs> you always have the inkstand. You always hog the inkstand when we were together. Um, yeah. <laughs> as you say, it's, it's the perempt- peremptoriousness of it. It's sort of like it's one big order after another. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's no... Refl- yeah, well, they had, they had one reflective moment about the balloon, didn't they? There was no ordering. There was no, there was no yeah. like, bring me that Zeppelin, was there? Servant, <laughs> 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 bring me that Zeppelin now. You're listening to Earcorn with Mark and Bruce. So, um, moving on, uh, there's <clears> this uh, chap in the Sunday Times business section uh, called Luke Johnson, mm-hmm. and he's written, he, he's written this article uh, uh, called uh, and its strapline is "No one finds joy in enforced idleness." So that mm. caught my attention. Being an idler, right. like a right. self, I thought, ooh, hang on a minute, I find joy in idleness. But they're saying no one finds joy in enforced idleness. Discuss. It's interesting. So obviously there's lots of people that are, are now having to stay at home and um, uh, not work, but they have lots of time. And what, so he opened, I'm just going to read one or two bits from this article. I want you to respond, Mark. As a fellow, okay. okay. So, um, what he says here is, is with at least half the nation idle, sitting at home all day, people have plenty of time to think. This can be dangerous. <laughs> That's actually what he's written. This can be dangerous. Most of us are built for action rather than lengthy, lengthy reflection. Okay? Right. I worry for our collective mental health if this episode carries on for many weeks. Now, I understand that for some situations, but it's interesting. This can be dangerous. Um, mm. uh, we're not we're built for action uh, rather than lengthy reflection he says and this, uh, he goes on to say it is natural for humans to want to be productive and to enjoy being useful and then this this line here fantastic this is straight out of heinrich himmler's uh, book of, <laughs> um the people i hate in the world i and i want to get rid of um and i quote idleness is a disease that can be become a deadly habit Idleness is a disease that can become a deadly habit, he says. Right. My goodness. And then he goes on to this. It's extraordinary. Here we go. And the next bit says, apart from sickness and poverty, boredom is possibly the greatest evil. Apart from sickness and poverty, boredom is possibly the greatest evil. Okay, so I guess he, what he's saying there is that boredom is more evil than war. I believe. <laughs> is that right? Well, I mean, from what you could definitely say that from what he's... Same, yeah. Um, here we go. The, and there's another bit. The idea of empty, slothful days is abhorrent. He says it's abhorrent. Whew, starting to get quite angry. I know, I know. I thought you would. I'll tell you what, I couldn't believe it when I started reading that. I thought, so it's interesting, you know, idleness is a disease 
and boredom is boredom is really evil and this guy has got an issue hasn't he he's got a problem yes he's obviously very frustrated <laughs> he's probably he's probably driving his family around the twist isn't he because he's like i'm a man of action i must go out and do action things he's got issues yeah um that's just weird isn't it uh boredom is more evil than was it again? Boredom is one sickness of the great evils. Apart from sickness and poverty, boredom is possibly the greatest evil. Well, I'll start. I'll start there yeah. with saying, yeah, there's a difference between idleness and boredom. Yes. You know, going for a nice hour and a half, two-hour stroll in the country for nothing other than enjoyment is not boring. And for a start, when I'm out walking, those are the times when my creative mind starts to come alive. Yeah. So that's bullshit for a start. Yeah. <laughs> Boredom. Um, you know, I can see, you know, probably there are some people who do, who are more built for active lives of, you know, doing doing things than others mm. and i can see you like if you know not everyone is a introspective thinker and enjoys having time to think so yeah i'm sure that there are some people who are struggling right now and per perhaps even taking out their boredom on other people which you know is a whole other issue but um how dare he? Well, I feel the <laughs> same as Absolute codswallop. Yes, absolutely. Codswallop. Because this is what most of us are built for action rather than lengthy reflection. I really need to meet this guy. I need to contact him at some point and say, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I, most of us. It's Again, it's the presumption. It's a very presum presumptive, isn't it? It's like most of us. Mm. Don't, 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 no, 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 we're not. I mean, we do stuff, but we do stuff on our own terms, and it's not all about just fucking going out there and doing this, doing stuff. And the idea again, the idleness is a disease that becomes yeah. bad. But it's, that's very um, Nazi. I'm sorry, Luke. You know, it is. Yeah, it's terrible. Incredibly, idlers were rounded up with, you know, lots of other people during the Second World War. Uh, the Germans didn't like them because for that reason, they they actually called idleness a disease. That's what the, that's what the old Nazis said. So sorry, Luke, that's rather upsetting. Um, but mm. yes, exactly as you said, it is also a very challenging time for people stuck indoors a lot of the time. If you are, if you don't have a garden, if you can't get out for regular exercise, then that can obviously that that's a different thing, though, isn't it? It's um, mm. but it is it, it has caused a lot of people to think, and I think I can't see the. And think, so for a lot of people, thinking and having time to reflect is might be painful for a lot of people yeah. because they haven't done it or had time right. to do it. Yeah, And it's right. not necessarily a fun thing to do for a lot of people, but hopefully by having time to do it, they might. a lot of people will come through the other side going, I tell you what, I'm so glad I had that time because yeah. now I've decided that my job that I've been doing is shit and life's too short. I could get this yeah. disease and die tomorrow, so bollocks to that job. Um, or bollocks to doing that. I'm going to do something else. So um, I had to. I had to bring this to. I had to bring yeah. this to your attention, Mark, because I found this. This. This is a big paper, and it's a big load of bollocks in it. Can, can I? Mm. I'm just going to balance that oh. out a little bit with something else I found in the same paper. I was going to say something else. Oh, just, no, uh, no, do, do, in, do, in, do. With regards to what you do, just said, because um, so my mum listens to Chris Evans in the morning. Yeah. Who personally I'm not a big fan of, but anyway, yeah. he was. Um, he was talking, I think, a couple of days ago about. There had, I think that there has already been like a survey 
done of us of people asking them how their lives have been affected mm. by this you know lockdown situation and <clears throat> a lot of people a lot of people are, are already saying i think i'm i think i'm going to make some changes to my life yes. when this is all finished you know yes. like i'm not going to be quite so obsessed with working and you know yeah. going to the office and doing working all these long hours yeah and it's just natural that would be the case i'm sure a lot i'm like we've, we've said this a few times but i'm sure there are a lot of people who've who've just been like so focused on their careers and like going into work at eight in the morning and whatever and working 12 hours a day and then coming home and not seeing their family just realizing i don't want to do that anymore no. did not or at least not as much i'm going to work from home a few yeah. days a week i'm going to spend more time with my children yeah and that is can only be a good thing mm. so yeah carry on no, no, no. I mean, absolutely right. And I just hope that people like you, Luke Johnson won't be banging the drum for like, all right, right everyone, you've had your fun at home. Back now it's back to work, everybody. Well, it's like in, you know, in America, like, I mean, it's making me more, I mean, I try, I really try to stick away, stay clear of the news for as much as possible, but yeah. I can't help myself, you know, reading what's going on back yeah. in the USA. Because, I mean, however bad it is here, it's like fucking 10 times ridiculous more mm. ridiculous over there mm. you know you've got uh, there, there have been you know some prominent republican governors and whatever basically saying well you know but choose between two evils of you know the economy being shut down and a lot of people dying obviously people dying is preferable yeah. <laughs> to yeah. to the economy being shut down it's like what on earth are you talking about yeah how can you possibly say that and and say it publicly as well that you know you you think people's lives are less important than the economy, but that's like people's lives are the economy. Yes, there but would that's, be but no that, economy if all these people died and. But but the but the economy and things like GDP and everything else like this and us being just you know we've talked about this many times before but you know referred to as consumers, mm. and the commodification of so many things that are should be free and are lovely but they you know people are trying to put um, price tickets on things all those things are um signs of the fact that we've got things horribly wrong haven't we exactly yes, that they yeah. actually say no but what about the economy what about the economy it's like well hang on what about right. people's lives or about people's lives yeah yeah no but the economy is more important thing it's kind of weird because we said before money is fucking made up M money yeah. is created by someone else really pretty much it's a you know in, in the uk we've had all this quantity of easing which is just printing money and i'm sure mm. that's the case across money and you think how the fuck does this work how the hell the hell does that really work? So so much smoke and mirrors involved. So no, that's that's um, it, it's it's like the deification of it. It's basically like treating the economy as the god that we worship, mammal. Yeah, that's, oh yeah, that's the god we must we must bend the knee to, and you kind of think that is so that's got so fucking fucked up that someone can say that. Um, yeah, it's it's just making me. I'm getting quite angry whenever I read. You know, at the moment talking about mm. easing easing the lockdown, and I understand people are getting frustrated. But you know, this it's only been like three or four weeks. That's yeah. not really very very long in the grand scheme of things. And people, are like, oh, but we got to get back to work and get the economy and the economy, yeah. economy, economy. It's like, shut up, just chill out, man. Just yeah, we can surely the only time that we're gonna people are gonna that the government should say, okay, now we can think about easing things is when people are no longer dying by the, in the thousands yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. or hundred, hundreds per day. Yes. It's almost like that's, that's that part of the story has sort of been swept under the rug almost. Mm. You know, at first they were talking about 700 people died. And now it's just like that gets mentioned at the end of everything else. Mm. But, oh, by the way, yeah, 650 people died yesterday. It's like, mm. hang, hang on a second. Mm. 
so why on earth are we still why on earth are we even talking about lifting restrictions because when we're nowhere near to that point yet and i think most people kind of know that i mean it is it depends but there's different situations are i mean you and i only i mean i know you you know seven weeks with your mum now and that probably has its own challenges for both of you actually mark for both of you uh, yeah yeah you know, and um you know we're we, we're very lucky we've got a garden and lots of people who have live in houses that don't have you know not apartments that don't have gardens or or maybe they're living with their, their so-called loved one which and the relationship's falling apart so every situation mm. is different so it's very yes. difficult to generalize there will be people who are really struggling with this and i totally get that but then there will be lots of people exactly as you were saying back earlier you know, on the been talked about the chris evans show that people who are actually going my goodness hang on a minute hang on hang on i've been on this mad train this mad working train and it's you know it's time i got off so um uh just to lighten it a little bit mark yes uh, let's do I'll, that let's just lighten it a little bit it's good today it's good to talk about the serious stuff but just lighten it a little bit um again from the paper um there was a couple of questions here. This is like from the, uh, the something to the ridiculous, the ridiculous to the sublime to the ridiculous or the mm-hmm. serious. The, anyway, um, so in home help section of the Sunday Times paper, there were these questions and then they've got their answers. But I'm going to ask these questions to you and I'd like an answer from you, please. So somebody okay. comes into home help from the Sunday Times and the question is, all this hand washing is leaving a grey soap residue on the sink in the downstairs loo. How can I prevent it? And that's by somebody, um, just the initials, MD, London. Okay. So, Mark, any ideas? Well, here's my suggestion. Yeah. Get a massive piece of cling film. Yeah. And wrap it, wrap that, wrap the sink in cling film before you wash your hands each time, then just throw it away. Now, that's obviously that's a very bad idea. No, no, no. I'm just trying to work this out. So, you wrap your, your hands in cling film. No, no, no! You put the cling film over the, mm, over mm, the sink. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And make a little hole, <laughs> a little hole for the water to go through. Yes. Where the plug is, and then when you finish yes. washing your hands, you just rip that off. Yeah. Flush it down the toilet. <laughs> yes. Okay. Why not? I think. Why not? That's because not... you know. I mean, I think it's safe to say, like you know, at the moment there's so few cars on the road and so few, yeah. you know, some in such little industry happening it's okay to be a bit lax with your own yes environmentally sound practice at home you know you can mm. use cling film flush it down the toilet yeah that's fine right now yeah Great next so. sorry okay well thank you very much mark for that um uh i have a red i have this might be my favorite i have a red composite front door that was bright red eight years ago right it's now pink my red VW Polo has also faded to pink. Is there a problem with red and sun? With the colour red and sun, can I restore the colour? And that's Jim Little from Durham. Uh, the short answer to that is uh, no. You can't. Nothing can be done about that, I'm you afraid. Can't. There's nothing you can be done about that. No. Um, well, that is, I can understand why a man, you know, wouldn't want to be driving around in a pink car no. with everything that, <laughs> everything that symbolises, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah. if he's a manly man, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. If he's a man. You don't want to. Yeah. And what's um, what you can do about that? Just uh, well, I mean, maybe um, get some uh, felt tip pens. Yeah. Red ones, you know, and yeah. just go out and just you know scribble a bit scribble red on it so that yeah you know, felt tips, brightens up red. a bit yeah, i like that i like that okay um we haven't got time to go into the science of why 
uh, it's a problem why it does this, why why red front doors and cars do actually go pink. We haven't got time for that. And also, we don't have the knowledge, do we? But maybe that's something we can talk about next well, week. I do know, but I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm just, I, I don't think I don't want to bore everybody no, with the science no, of it, you know. No, but if anyone does know about that, but please do, please just uh, e- email us at um, Podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang on, earcornpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I got it in the end. You're listening to Earcorn with Mark and Bruce. Um... We're coming to the end of the show. Uh, well, that was quick, wasn't it? A uh, quick shout out for... Oh, quick shout out now uh, for our sponsor. Here we go. A Twisted Root. A Twisted Root. If you want to have some jewellery, go to Twisted Root. There we go. And if you want to get your... If you want some artisan jewellery, and Fee does fantastic artisan jewellery, then you go to uh, Icon website... Icon. <laughs> don't go to us. You don't go to us. You go to <laughs> Twisted Root. And the email is... Can you remember it? Can you remember it? You mean the, the website address? Yeah, yeah. Twisted-root.co.uk, I think. Right. Yeah, no, that sounds right. And if not, I didn't realize we were doing shout-outs now. That's, I like it. It's a wow, physical proper show. Shout-out. Shout-out to the... To the goring massive. Well, because you know she's our unofficial sponsor. I mean, she's sort of the show, isn't yeah. she? and she's promised that we can have some stuff when we can actually see her physically. Um, now we are getting very close to the end of the show. We're going to run out of time, so I just want to say quickly for uh, we're going to do this here. There, um, mm. going to be playing a song that I've mentioned in the last episode um, that I contacted uh, this fantastic cellist called uh, Barney Morse Brown, and he. Um, I got a contact from him saying he was very happy to write a cello part to this song called Whiteham, which he's done. He sent it through in the last week and it's fucking brilliant. I'm so chuffed to pieces about it. So, so chuffed to pieces about it. Um, so you should be. And um, it, you know, I'm so, yeah, anyway. Um, no, I'm sorry. A big shout out to Barney Morse Brown um, uh, because he's also got a fantastic website called Duo Tone Music. That's D-U-O Tone, T-O-N-E Music. Dot com duotonemusic.com so he basically performs under the name of duotone his name is Barney Morse Brown and all his albums and all his previous albums and and videos and everything are all on that website um, so if you like his if you like this song coming up then please do go to his website and um, listen and buy some of other uh, uh, duotone stuff yeah, oh, it's amazing, isn't it? When you're running out of time, nicely like done. Thank you. Uh, but uh, yes, I was chuffed to pieces by that. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, have you got any last words? Because we are we are running out of time because there, there is a limit to how much we can we can do in this bit. So um, anything you want to say? You got about? I think I've uh, said all I want to say for now. I'll save my other pithy, witty, pithy, pithy, witty, witty witticisms for for next time. Yes, that would be yes, that would be brilliant. And and next week. As uh, one, you're actually you've you said and you have committed that you are going to do, if not live. <laughs> you have committed. You've, you've committed. C- committed. You've committed to doing another tune for us. It's either either going to be live, isn't it? Or you're going to yeah. record it. And it's a particular request from me. And should, should I spoil what it's going to be? What the song's going to be? Uh, no. It's, no. Okay. Be surprised. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you very much for listening. Oh, 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 before you go, we got oh. to, no, 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 very quickly. Um, a big shout out for Luca, Luca, who lives in oh, uh, yes. North uh, Italy. Luca, massive thanks. It's lovely being hearing from you. Um, our thoughts for you there in Asta, Asti in North 
um, Italy because you've obviously been having quite a tough time. Thank you very much. It's fantastic to hear from you. And we're really pleased you're a fan of the show. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Goodbye. Brilliant. Bye-bye. 